Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer, Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the Digital Workspace inner workings. So I'll, I'll start with the fitness app. So I found an app okay. that I'm really impressed with um, called Fitbod, F-I-T-B-O-D. Um, what I really like about it is, uh, and they say they're using machine learning and AI, which is bullshit. I don't think they are. I think they're just <laughs> doing a very basic weighting system. But but anyway, what the, what they've got is um, they've got a library of all the exercises. And then you can, you can group them or categorize them based on what you've got access to facilities-wise. So do you have a, a gym? Do you, is your gym like a full setup or is it like a partial gym, like a home gym? Uh, or you can do body weight exercises. And then what it does is based on your desire, so, you know, you want to lose weight, you want to build muscle, whatever it is, um, it builds your program for you every day. And then you also say how long you've got for that day. So like I've got 30 minutes today, so what's a body weight exercise? You know, what's my body weight workout for that day? And then it, it basically will build in um, it, it'll decide the workouts for you. Um, and you can have like, like I always want a high intensity workout. So it'll always do supersets for me for my workout. And then of course, as you doing the workout, you're capturing your, your sets, your reps, your weights. So it might say like I was doing one yesterday, this is you need to use 10 kilograms for this eight times or whatever it is. And you're doing five, um, sets. Um, and these are all supersetted. So, you know, you're doing 25 uh, exercises. So you might start off on 10 kilograms. You think, oh, 10 kilograms, 10 kilograms is nothing. That's okay. But by the time you get to the fourth set, you can hardly lift your arms um, anymore. And you think 10, 10 kilograms is too heavy. Um, so, and you can make those adjustments as you do the exercises. So you can say, okay, I'll start with 10 and then drop it down to eight because it's too much or start at eight and put it to 12 when you get to the end. But then it uses all that information. Then the next week when you do your, your next round of exercise, it's changed the weights and all the rest of it based on what it's predicted is you, your uh, thing is. Now, what I also like about it is it works out your fatigue on your muscles. So this workout today, yesterday I did, you know, would have been a 25% fatigue on the on triceps, uh, 40% fatigue on my back muscles, hamstrings, all that kind of stuff. And it's so funny because when I get up in the morning and I look at what the previous workout says and I feel how my body feels, it almost is accurate. I feel like, geez, my, you know, I'm stiff in the right places and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you can mix in your cardio automatically as well. So like I do a, a six or seven minute cardio exercise at the beginning of the workout. All your stretching is in there as well that matches up to your workout. So it's a really nice plan um, for everything. So I do three days a week with Fitbod. Um, and then I alternate two days a week with, you know, high intensity training. So I'll either use the Apple fitness app, uh, or I'll use my Beachbody insanity. So I've gone back to Apple fitness, um, hoping that it would work out. And the exercise, I found the routines a bit better, but I'm finding now that my watch doesn't work with it anymore. So, so I've still, there's still some bugs with that platform. Um, so my dream is that Fitbod kind of absorbs Apple fitness so that I can, cause my, my workouts are outside of the, um, fit uh, outside of Fitbod don't count inside of Fitbod. 
Mm-hmm. So, so I'm yeah. pushing. They lock so, you in. Yeah. So, so, so I'm pushing everything out of Fitbod into Strava. Um, everything out of Apple Fitness into Strava. So that's my, like everything you want to see what I'm doing, it's in Strava. Cause that's the only place that I can actually see a consolidated view. Um, but what I quite like about Fitbot, going back to that for a second, is they will send you an email in the week to tell you how much you, how much volume you've, you've lifted, exercise you've done, minutes you've spent, all that kind of stuff, which I think is really nice. Cause you, it, at the end of the week, you've, you, you want to know that you've accomplished something and at least you've hit the, the gym thing. Um, at the very least, because work, you know, work's always going to be there. Um, but as I say, uh, I'm quite impressed with this experience. So I've been pushing out my Fitbod free workouts on, on to all my WhatsApp statuses. So if anyone wants it, that's where it is. <laughs> I use it. Well, I'm surprised to hear you still have Apple Fitness Plus. So we can dig into that in a second because I was sure you're going to cancel it. Um, but with the Fitbit, so that's really interesting. I feel like I've seen, uh, it seems to be trendy to have a workout program or there's one of those home, you know, like the wall mounted fitness mm-hmm. units that are really becoming popular. So there's one that is um, like a touch screen and it has um, like these arms that come out and you can, you know, different attachments, right? So you can it's like your home gym in a wall <laughs> on your mm-hmm. wall, um, that yep. you can do stuff with, but it's supposed to be intelligent where it, um, and that one's really nice. Cause it just takes the thought out of it entirely that it is, um, progressively adding weight and like adjusting to your strength level, which is super interesting. But, uh, yeah, the whole like AI trend of helping you progress strength is, uh, yeah, it seems to be really big right now. Yeah, I think that's the future. I think um, so. So Fitbod, I found it was it was actually a, a um, it was an advert on another podcast that I heard it on. And I got the twenty percent discount. Um, yeah, because we don't we don't really use uh, we haven't started advertising on this podcast, obviously. But you know that would be one that I would probably advertise because I I think it's a, a good product that I would support. Um, so I tried it out for one workout, and it was a bit clunky to begin with. Um, and then I did a second workout. I was like, actually, no, now that I get it, I think it's a, it's a good product and I think it works. Um, to answer your question on, on, so, so that system that you're talking about on the wall, we call it, um, Max Maximus here. And it's a whole lot of elastic pulleys and stuff and it's all attached. Now there was a guy, um, that I listened to as well, Ben Greenfield, and he talks about a, um, you know, those exercise bikes with the fan inside it. And you mm-hmm. move your arms and the fan goes. And that's supposed to be, there's, there's one that he uses that's supposed to have an AI engine with that as well. And what that does is it, it, it changes the resistance based on, well, it's algorithm, but also your your effort. So it's supposed to be in a 10-minute exercise session, you do more work than you would do on a 30-minute workout session. So you get greater results. I think that's going to happen. I think you're going to find there are machines that are become like that and and going back to the wall thing, which is what I was trying to get to is that there's one that I can't think of what it's called where when you're pulling the, the elastic through the, through the range of motion, the, the, the motors are pulling backwards at just the right amount, different points to give the muscle, the full, um, uh, flex so that you get the full range of motion build. So you fatigue a lot quicker. 
and you don't just fatigue. So if you think about your bicep, and I'm sort of showing you, you know, your bicep connects to the elbow and then it connects into your shoulder. Usually what happens is this, this part here, the middle of the bicep fatigues the most. Um, and that's usually why you see that, you know, sort of builds out. But what you really want is actually where the, where the muscle connects to the tendon to fatigue as well. And these, and that's why elastic exercises are so much better because it keeps the tension all the way through. Whereas if you're lifting a weight, you get to a point where actually there's no tension on the muscles at all. Um, and that's why it takes a lot longer to build, well, in theory, uh, with, with weights as opposed to elastics. Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for these, uh, smart systems. Um, they can take, I mean, it is it, in some senses, it, it sort of replaces personal training, but even, you know, the appeal of, oh, it's so customized to me, you know, is hard to ignore. I think when you want to, you know, a lot of us, you know, you don't have infinite time to dedicate to your fitness routine, right? If you're working, you know, you're working, you have family, you know, you have your own hobbies, you know, a lot of times it's like the most efficient way to get fitness in is, can be the ideal one. Yeah. And, and that's why you look at, at bringing in the um, things like the aura ring um, mm. or, you know, wear an Apple watch or whatever your, your smart is, because the, the aura ring will tell you how, how you're feeling physically today. So if I, you know, tell you what mindset this morning, um, so I slept really, I, I slept really well and I woke up feeling, feeling good. So my readiness this morning was 85 out of a hundred and my sleep was 78 out of a hundred. Um, if I go back to yesterday, it was 84 and 80. Um, and you know, before that was 1987. So I'm actually on a downward trend, which is actually quite normal because what happens to me is a, is a Monday to Friday, I push as hard as I can with everything. And then Saturday and Sunday, I just don't. So, you know, I'll make sure that I do my 30 minutes of, of Apple fitness or whatever it is, but it's mostly stretching. It's mostly going for a walk, whatever, but I'm really not trying to do any exercise. So my, you know, I sort of, my readiness goes down to Friday and then Saturday I recover and then I start again. Um, and that sort of has worked for me as a way to, to approach it, but I'm using the data to support that. I'm not, I'm not just making that as a, you know, some fuck that's my mm -hmm. plan because i know by the time i get to friday i'm i'm pop like that last workout really really takes a lot of mental effort to do it but but mm -hmm. i still do it um and that's kind of the achievement for the week that i don't feel bad if i had you know a bowl of ice cream and a, a milkshake and a whatever on saturday because i've achieved what i wanted to achieve for the week mm -hmm. on the um sort of less sophisticated, um, <laughs> a little bit less, uh, optimized end of this. I've gotten into the habit of, um, picking up my, uh, Nintendo switch ring fit adventure more because probably because, um, so I've made more of a commitment to closing my rings every day. And I think Good. the, uh, the, uh, the watch inflates, um, the fitness gaming function, like there's just no, like, it's so funny because the watch is inflating my caloric burn and then, um, ring fit adventure basically gives you like, no, um, it only counts as exercise. The, um, like it doesn't, when you're using the app, it's not counting that 
entire session as exercise, even though even when you're, you know, navigating the menu, you're pulling and pushing on the ring. So you are getting, you know, a little bit of arm resistance, but um, it really is only counting when you're doing the um, when you're, you know, attacking your foes with your um, with your sets. So it really yeah. like the the caloric difference at the end is always like, you know, Ring Fit Adventures, like you burn 56 calories and my watch is like 300. It's it doesn't make any sense. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. But um, but it is, you know, that does the the system adds, you know, it adds levels, it adds difficulty. It always gives you the option to up difficulty in the form of, you know, ring resistance or increased reps, um, I think is how they do it. But, um, uh, that one's just, um, you know, I, I got it cause it was novel and I grew mm. up with the, the, we fit stuff, um, yeah. which was always just, you know, a fun thing to do at friends houses. So, um, you know, ring fit seemed, seemed like, uh, you know, the latest version of that. So, um, yeah, I can't recommend it as someone's like, soul fitness program. <laughs> uh, but as like just a way to, um, I, I give yourself more variety to do, you know, any form of activity. Um, I think it's a good system for that. Well, well I think the key is that you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think I was re- listening to something the other day that walking is, is considered the biggest health find of the, of the pandemic, because that's what most people are doing. And it's good. I mean, you know, we, we take my daughter out for a walk. We go to gym in the morning. Um, then we bring, come back and we take my daughter for a walk for about an hour. So we do, you know, four or five kilometers in that, that walk. Um, because, you know, from, from wake up in the morning to that point, I'll do maybe 10,000, maybe from lucky 11,000 steps. So, so, so by 11 o'clock in the morning, South African time, that's what I've done. But between 11 and seven, I only do another 2000. Because all I do is stand by my desk all day, either on the phone or working or something. So, so you need to get the exercise somewhere. Um, and I think that's the key is that, that you need to find the solution that, that works for you. Um, and if it means that you're playing games to do it, then even better. At least it's fun. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it adds a different element to it, I suppose. Um, not as not quite as fun as you know a more traditional video game but somewhere in the middle um it's at least i it's at least distracting i think is the key um it doesn't really feel um you know and a lot of it is like you know there's mountain climbers you know you're doing uh different plank exercises or um squats like they are a lot of traditional exercises Mm -hmm. but it's just gamified so um so you still have Apple Fitness Plus, huh? Yeah. So my my um, thing actually expires the fifteenth of April. Um, so that's probably why I've still got it. Um, so I, was, I thought I'd give it a good go. Uh, so I've got less than a month left, um, and and I, I found a few exercises programs that were actually working uh, as a sort of you know stressing me out enough. But now what's irritating is my watch not, is not working with it. So. Um, I've had a few conversations with Apple support. Um, and this is where I, I really get frustrated by, um, the, their, their approach. So the first question was, you know, tell me what version of, of, uh, iOS you've got, 
which I had sent in the original message, but I did it anyway again. Then they asked me to check a whole lot of little little intimacy things like, are you signed in with the same account on both devices? What's the version of both devices? Does it work and all that sort of stuff? And I sort of sit there going, you, you, why don't just give me everything you want to know first? Or why not, what, by now, why is there not an, a, an app or somewhere that I can respond to, you know, in the Apple support a app? form, yeah. Well, not, not even a form, but like if I, if I open the Apple support app, on my iPad or my iPhone. Why can't I give that permission to take a scrape of all the stuff from the device, the two devices, and you know, run that while I'm doing the doing the exercise? So like a screen record, because that's what I did there. I just took a screen record and I showed them as I as I log into the, to the fitness ex, um, session that here is me trying to use it. It's showing that I can't find the watch, and then I'm and then I've got a video of my my watch standing open waiting and I'm going to send them both videos because that's what they need. They need to see what I'm going through, but they've got, you know, this is Apple. It's their, it's their operating system. It's their devices. You know, I might've paid for them, but, but they, you know, it's not like, it's not like with windows where there's too many variations on the device that they can't cater for everyone. These are machines that come out of the Apple factory. So, so why not have that all um, there so that they got all the diagnostic information they need. And then all I have to do is wait for them to analyze it and then come back to me and say, okay, now we've analyzed everything. We understand everything. Can you tell us something else? Maybe it's mm -hmm. the, you know, because if you think about it, they can, they can work out the Wi-Fi strength. They can, um, they can collect the diagnostics off the actual device itself. They can tell me what the Bluetooth is doing or not doing, you know, all that stuff that have. So, so the answer could be as simple as a patch, you know, and this is coming back to what we did, you know, when I worked in the bank where we were, we were looking at the data we were collecting to predict where the fix was going to be required. So we can go and fix it before the user actually had to worry about it. And that's probably where my frustration comes from. It just feels like this completely reactive and not thought out approach to troubleshooting, which I thought we'd move past, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, be a bit so, more proactive. Yeah, a bit more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. And you're on newer hardware too, right? So this is a, 20, a 2019 uh, Pro. Um, so it's newish, I, I would say. I mean, it's, you know. Pretty new. Nice. Still pretty but, current. It's not like you're... Yeah. I feel a lot of people, you know... Uh, you could rule that uh, you could factor that it is a problem, but it, you should still be well within, uh, you know, support. Well, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's interesting in the sense that this, this all worked before. Mm. So, so, you know, it was, it wasn't like, um, it's never worked. And now I'm complaining about it. It worked for like a month and then I didn't use it for a month. And, and now it's not working. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, on the positives for Apple Fitness Plus, they are uh, with the new, with the next iOS release, enabling AirPlay for Fitness Plus. So I can oh. finally, you know, stream that to my TV instead of, because that's been my big frustration with it is I can only use it on my phone, which is obviously not going to be a terrific experience. So 
No, not at all. So that's interesting because we um, we just bought a TV now. Oh, I'm about, oh, I haven't bought it. I'm about to buy it. It's got the Apple AirPlay components in it because most smart TVs actually don't. Um, so that'd be quite cool. That would be wow. Well, <laughs> we, we use it. We use it on an iPad anyway, so it's you know. It's, yeah, uh, I'll probably I'll probably end up using it on uh, the TV so I can give my impression of how well that works. But we just had to get a new one because our old one, I think it was like four or five years old, it just didn't turn on anymore. It just gave <laughs> up. But one day, <laughs> it's a little engine that couldn't anymore. So, um, got a new TV. So you know that's been uh, that's been fun. They're so big and heavy these days. It was amazing how much weight, uh, weightier a TV is, uh, four years later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, just a lot of advancements there, I guess. So, um, didn't even try to mount that one to the wall. Just, uh, we have some straps, uh, connecting it to the wall just so the cats can't, uh, tip the whole thing over. But, um, we had this like puny TV, uh, Walmart, wall mountain, just didn't want to mess with that right now. So. No, no. Yeah. So we, um, we, all our TVs are mounted on the wall, but you get a specific wall mount you put up, but you got to be careful. I mean, it, you know, the South African walls are, are double, double layered brick. So you can pretty much, you know, hang anything off them. But in the UK, it's like a, a plasterboard insulation brick. Yep air gap, brick, you know, whatever. So you got to be very careful how you mount it on there. Uh, so I can understand your, your hesitation. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if we have time to uh, move on to um, distributed teams. So maybe we should hold that one for okay. another day. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, we are coming up on episode 50. So I'll have to think of something fun for that one yeah yeah exactly what are we 48 down so yeah yeah who'd have thought eh? that's quite quite a milestone i am trying to work out because we we started in may uh-huh. and we did we did we, up, we we put out three episodes to begin with but now we're in march um and if we were doing you know 52 weeks in a year um we should actually be getting to 50 you know, at the sort of end of middle of, well, not end of April, but probably early May. So I was trying to work out how we sort of did more episodes than weeks in a year, if hmm. that makes any sense. Because we did one one week where we did two. But uh, yeah, somewhere along the line, we've, we've accelerated. Not that I'm complaining, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess there must have been a few double weeks, but for the most part, it's just been really consistently putting one out every week, come what yeah. may. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and now it's being put out automatically onto YouTube as well. So okay. We'll see how, awesome. that, how that goes. Excited to see how that integration works. That'll be much more seamless. So awesome. Yeah. Super. Alrighty. Well, thanks, Heather. Yeah. See you later. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.